Welcome to the Public Health Reform Podcast, a place for people to discuss tackling public health challenges, reducing inequalities, and creating a Scotland where everybody thrives. You're listening to the Public Health Reform Podcast with Campbell Hart. In this edition, we're putting the spotlight on place and its role in shaping communities. As you may know, place is central to public health priority one, a Scotland where we live in vibrant, healthy and safe places and communities. This national focus is helping partners to look at new ways of creating more connected communities. To help set the scene, Russell Jones from the Glasgow Centre for Population Health outlines what he thinks are the most important things to get right. Well, if you look at the definition in creating places, um, it talks about place being not only the physical environment, but also the people that inhabit that environment and the interaction that people have with that environment. And for people to have a good quality place that is conducive to good health, they need things like good quality housing, they need access to amenities, they need access to public transport, good quality green space on their doorstep. All of this stuff can improve their mental well-being, create opportunities for more physical activity, and therefore make them more physically active, which in turn affects their physical health as well. All of this stuff is really important. Russell Jones there with some provocative thoughts on people in place. And that's an issue that people across the country are already trying to get to grips with. Glasgow City Council is one of more than 70 organisations to have endorsed the public health priorities. They're actively working to transform areas using the PLACE standard, which has seen significant investment in recent years to improve the city centre and transform communities. Councillor Susan Aitken is leader of Glasgow City Council. The PLACE principle guides absolutely everything that we do in Glasgow now. It starts from planning and housing and regeneration, but actually um, it connects into every single part, not just of the council, but our partners as well in community planning. Uh, we've learned the hard way in Glasgow that place matters. Um, it you know it has to be more than just houses that you put people in. Places matter and places that are built around people and designed for people and communities and well-being really matter. They make the difference. Um, so now that's what we're focusing on. We don't just want to build new homes, although we're building a lot of new homes. We want to build great places for people to have great lives in. And Glasgow is just one example, and it's that kind of vision that it's hoped will make a real difference as similar projects get underway across Scotland. What's more, public health is increasingly being put front and centre of regeneration plans. Irene Butyman from the Improvement Service is actively involved in developing this area. I asked her if she felt that we're currently well placed to make real progress. I think we have a challenge right now in Scotland of making planning work for public health because we don't have an actual definition of the, those key linkages. There have been evidence by the World Health Organisation and down in England and in Wales. We don't have that picture for Scotland. And we also don't have a consultation authority in Scotland that actually deals with population health. Getting those two things in place will help the, the capacity and the remit then for all of these organisations that need to be involved in the whole systems approach. Are you concerned that despite all the goodwill and momentum that we're seeing just now that perhaps the organisational realities of working uh, day to day might scupper this from the off? 
I think our, our organisational reality in Scotland is that everyone has to be looking to that future proof of their own policies and their own resources and a future where Scotland is looking and addressing its well-being has already been embedded in our, our national performance framework asks on us. So it's crucial now for organisations to be looking to that and to seeing how they can be part of that system. And if people aren't looking at it at the moment, and it would seem to be, as you say, a sort of a pivotal time, uh, what, what would you suggest that they should do now to try and get moving and uh, keep up the pace, I suppose? I would suggest anybody that isn't involved to date, certainly have a look at the Public Health Reform website, get in touch with me if they're working in the third sector and they can see that there's an area there with planning and health, because as we lead forward with this early adopter, we, don't, we want to be speaking to everybody that feels they have a part in it, and that isn't simply the, the local government aspect of it or the public sector. All sectors will be important to delivering on this. It's very much a partnership approach. Absolutely, it has to be. It's got to be about collaborating and looking at all of the assets in a place and, and working with the people in a place as well. The focus on partnerships is currently a major focus of public health reform. As mentioned earlier, the national drive to tackle public health challenges and reduce inequalities is advocating a whole system approach to deliver public health priorities. Dr Rachel McAdams is from the public health reform team. Organisations of every shape and size have got a role to play. Whole system working is really intended to strengthen and build on existing partnerships. It focuses on gaining that shared understanding of the issues that we really need to address, creating a collaborative plan for action, and then continuing to review and refine our approach over time. To support adoption of this way of working, we've identified a set of nine core characteristics that are really intended to act as a starting point for discussion and action by local and national partners. Public health reforms now working with partners, including early adopters of our preferred whole system approach, to deliver a decisive cultural change. Information about both the success and challenges will be shared with partners with the aim of realising better lives for the people of Scotland. If you're interested in finding out more about public health reform in Scotland, check out our website, publichealthreform.scot, or you can follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Mm -hmm.